Hello and welcome to the first edition of the Pro AVL podcast. I'm your host, James Cook. Hi, I'm Ledetta. Um, and I'm Caroline. I'm the editor of Pro AVL Asia. And, uh, well, this is a new venture for us. Uh, obviously, well, been doing the magazines for quite a number of years now. Uh, you've been in the industry for a while, haven't you, I, Yes, longer than I'd care to mention, really, but it has been quite... Let's just say there were no podcasts when I started in the industry. Obviously, the rise of podcasts has kind of led us to this, a whole new medium. Um, obviously, where it differs from kind of our online uh, offerings is that people can listen to what we're saying, you know, during their commute or doing the laundry. Um, <laughs> doing as well well you know setting up a rig yeah it's true on the move that's it yeah. so um i mean what kind of podcast do you guys listen to uh the debtor oh i've been listening to this aussie one actually lately um from abc uh really good um quite historical ones with a sort of twist uh interesting one on hitler how he fueled the third reich with heroin and it was really um yeah, mind-boggling, really, for want of a better word. Um, yeah, but really interesting. So, yeah, if you want your fix, hey, then, um, yeah, definitely tune into that one. <laughs> How about you, Caroline? Um, well, I think we just all established we've all been listening to this very hit podcast, My Dad Wrote a Porno, which is hilarious. And I was just saying to Leto, I didn't really want to like it because I was, you know, being an avid yeah. feminist. But it's very funny, and it's a, a team of young people i guess they're all under 30 aren't they but they've, they've got a real rapport and and the guy's dad did actually write um an erotic in inverted commas novel um which they then go through sentence by sentence and basically poke huge amounts of fun at it and it's very good um so that's what i've been listening to i also listen to lots of um radio 4 podcasts like desert island discs um and just programs that I've missed because I've been working far too hard on pro AVL Asia writing my features. So it's quite nice to be able to catch up like that if you miss the radio programmes. Without any further ado, we'll cut to your interview with, with Mike. So I was in Japan um, very recently and by some random coincidence, I met this guy called Mike Rodriguez who's from LA and he is a Clio award-winning sound designer who's been working in audio and film for years and years and years and he has been doing podcasts since 2006. So we hit upon this idea, I was telling him that we're about to start doing podcasts, and he said, why don't you interview me for a podcast? So we decided to do a podcast about a podcast, and it was such kind of beginner's luck in a way, because he was really easy subject. Um, I had to sort of guide him along in a few places, but generally he just talked about what he loved and what he loves doing. He made it really easy for me. Um, and he was very entertaining, so I hope you will find it as entertaining as I did. I'm here in Japan with um, Mike Rodriguez and Bliss McGuinness from the Audio Now cast. Uh, they've been making podcasts since 2006, and they have just diversified into the field of videos with their Spaces series. Um, so, do you want to say a little bit about yourself and how you started the, the podcast business? Sure. Um, I started the podcast in about 12 years ago because I actually thought for a second that I'd be a retail operation. And I opened up a little studio and I wanted to sell gear. And so I, I actually, through some connections, um, got an API dealership. And I sold a little bit of API, and I thought, what would be a really great way to 
um, advertise my little studio set up. West Wave Audio was the name of the uh, of the little boutique that I had. And um, I thought, you know what? There's this podcast thing that seems to be catching on, so let me start doing some podcasts. Well, I've gone to NAMM for, for years and years and years, and a lot of our friends, my friends like Larry, um, who owns API, and even Dan, and just uh, Rob Arbitier, who's one of my good friends and works with Stevie Wonder, we would get together at the NAMM show, and on the last day of the show, we'd all go out to dinner, and we would just have a conversation. And we'd always talk tech, and we'd always talk about the latest and the greatest and the plugins. And I thought, this would be a really fun little thing for a podcast. So I decided, all right, I'm going to do four episodes, and I'm going to invite all my audio industry friends that I know that will show up to be on the podcast. And so I invited Martin Page, who's a singer and songwriter. Um, he wrote, We Built the City, and King of Wishful Thinking, and These Dreams for Heart. And then I invited Rob Arbiter, who is Stevie Wonder's programmer, um, and who works with Stevie Wonder, designed all of Stevie Wonder's software, makes it all accessible for him, um, because he's blind, he, he modifies a lot of software. And then Scott Gershon, who's a big uh, uh, movie sound uh, supervisor, um, and then another friend of mine, Bobby Summerfield, who is a, he was an engineer. He did um, a lot of Paul Abdul stuff in the 80s. And we all got together, and we all sat down, and I said, we're just going to have a conversation. So if you listen to the very first show, you're going to hear the most boring podcast you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> Was everybody a bit intimidated knowing that they were being recorded? No, they were actually okay. What was the intimidating part was I spent all this time putting the whole podcast together, and I got the chairs, and I got the microphones and everything. I forgot I was going to have to host this thing. So I remember sitting there, and we had this this super long intro that I wrote for the music, and, and, and I had my headphones, and I had a, a friend of mine who was a DJ, radio DJ, she did the intro, you're listening to the audio nail cast, you know, did the whole thing, and I remember, it's playing, it's playing, and I'm like, oh my goodness, like, oh my goodness, they're going to be looking at me, I got to host this thing, and I never prepared myself, so it was like, talk about the red light syndrome, you know, when the recording light goes yeah. on, and you're like, uh, yeah. so it's like, exactly, it's like, I know, from yeah. the Nowcast Network Studios, here's Mike. And I was like, uh, uh, welcome to the audio now. It's not exactly like being around the dinner table at that point. It's, it's not horrible, but let me tell you, I, if you listen to the podcast, number one, I sound like I'm talking in the library. It's like, if I was doing a skit on podcasts, I was like, that would be it. That would be yeah. it. It was that guy. Brilliant. But, um, but you know what? The thing was, is we were all friends, and it just kind of picked up. And we kind of just got this personality, and we just started laughing, and we tell stories. And that's the thing about our podcast that I think um, it makes us so unique, is that we have real people that work in the industry that are still working in the industry, and we tell real stories. We talk about exactly what we're going through and, and what it's like. And, and I pictured myself talking to somebody in, like, Nebraska um, who, you know, they want to they work in audio, but they're not quite sure what they want to do, so I picture them like listening to some of the behind the scenes stuff and just kind of, you know, 
I want to be that guy. Exactly. Or I don't want to be that guy. You know? Because it's it's constant. It's not easy. I tell people, you know, I talk to a lot of different, you know, colleges and things like that. And I tell people, I go, look, getting the job is not the hard part, right? Anybody can could, uh, could, could have a job, but it's it's the career, you know? You've got to live and breathe it. The career is yeah. where you really have to stay on board. So we, you know, started podcasting, and basically we get together. We laugh a lot. Some shows are great. Some shows aren't so great. Do you, put, do you put them all online, though, regardless? Yeah, they're all online. We have, like, 180 shows. Yeah. Um, we try to do, we used to do every other week. We did that for a couple of years. Right. But then it had to slow down, and basically we went to once a month, and now it's once a month, once every other month, because okay. everybody's working. Yeah. But and there's we, so much stuff out there, right. isn't there? And uh, but we still have a unique, like, a unique voice, and we have like, you know, Andrew Sheps was on our panel, so we have some before he moved it to England, um, and we have some really good shows. You know, we've had the Beatles engineer Ken Scotts come in. Yeah. We've had a lot of people come in. We've had doctors come in and talk about uh, health in the studios. Okay. We've had NASA scientists come in and talk about storage. We've really? had, you know, we have just a bunch of different people. Sound designers coming in about how to design sound. And now our panel is really strong. We have Bobby Osinski, who's written over 30 books on audio. Mm. Um, you know, we've got uh, Nick Peck, who's uh, one of the, uh, he's in charge of Disney um, mobile audio. Okay. And uh, just a bunch of different different people. Do people approach you now and ask to be in your podcast? Well, you know, we bring a lot of people in as guests, but yeah. to be on the panel, it's kind of like we keep the panel just with really, I don't want to sound elitist, but really kind of triple A yeah. all stars because. Um, People kind of have to fit in and kind of have to, you know. I, I want the the people that do the actual jobs. Mm -hmm. You know, I want the I want the people that are out there. We have a lot of great, you know, Diego Stucco, sound designer. You know, he's really great, and and we have um, just a lot of good people that do uh, just just a really broad range of disciplines. You mm -hmm. know, and we've had Brandon on Birdside who did you know all the sound design for a lot of movie trailers that you see okay. so it's just a, a lot of different disciplines and yeah. Um, yeah so we've ended up podcasting and 12 years later we're still still, we're still at going. it yeah and then uh, about about year number two we uh, wanted to do something video wise and so I came up with this concept of spaces and Literally, if you listen to the podcast, you will hear me talk about spaces like the second or third year. Really? So and that was back in 2007. Yes, and we we and I wanted to do it, and I tried to launch it twice, and it never got off the ground. Really? So finally, uh, about two years ago, I was working uh, on a project, at, and I needed some help on a totally different outside gig, and I said. The next person that I see when I walk out of my bay, my studio, because I worked in an advertising agency, okay. I'm just going to ask them if they want to help me with this job. <laughs> I know and where this is going. <laughs> lo and behold, my good friend, Miss Bliss McGinnis, she walks across no, the door. Really. Literally, she's the first really? person. And I said, hey, Bliss, I need some help on this job. Will you, will you help me? And she just said, 
Sure. <laughs> and it meant to happen. Yeah. It was unbelievable because mm -hmm. a month before that, I was thinking to myself, my career is going really well. I'm happy. I'm satisfied, but I want something more. And um, I was looking for more fulfillment. And I said, I just want an outside project, something that gets me excited. And um, I'm open. You know, put it out in the universe. And then yeah. Mike came along. That's incredible. It's so, meant to happen. So we did this one job together, and it was really fun. And we were laughing. We were having a great time. And so afterwards, after we wrapped, uh, we went to go have sushi. And I said, look, I've been trying to do this thing called spaces. And what spaces is, my concept of spaces is to take a video camera and to go into places where audio is made, played, or listened to. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to go into studios, and I wanted to go into venues, and I wanted to go into um, manufacturers, and just just take people where audio is. Because, yeah. uh, you know, take them behind the door. Like, a lot of studios, you only know their facade. You don't know what's in there. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to take people inside and just kind of show them around. Mm -hmm. And not get too technical. We can do that in the podcast. But kind of just, like, just as a fanboy, because I'm a real big fanboy of all this stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm having a great time. Yeah. So anyhow, I, I talked to Bliss about, about doing that. And um, I don't know. It just, things kind of opened up. And next thing you know, it we, we were shooting and we did one episode. And it just kind of spiraled, spiraled from, from there. What was your first one that you did? Um, the first one that we shot was, I don't know what our first one that we shot. London. It's it's you know what it's actually going to be coming up in the next episode. It's oh. a one of our London. Okay. And, we and went where to, did you go? We went to Rock Studios. Oh, yeah. We went to British Grove Studios yeah. and we went to Rockfield Studios. Oh yes, you mentioned the other yes. day you've been out to Wales to Rockfield. Yes. That's a historic place. And that was the craziest trip ever, because <laughs> let me just tell you. How can you guys drive on that side of the road? <laughs> I don't even understand. How and can I, you know? I, I, I rented a car, and we were staying in the middle of London, in the middle of London. So I go to pick up the car, and they just handed me the keys. Uh, like, why did they do that? <laughs> why didn't they give me some type of test or something? Because literally, it's like, okay, here you go. There's your car. And so I remember sitting in there. I'm on the other side. Yeah. I'm like... This is going to be interesting. Did you have a gear stick as well? Oh, no. Thank, it was automatic. Right. But, you know, it was the scariest thing. And I'm yeah. going to, I know you're not going to tell anybody, but I literally hit a bus. Did you? On the, on the mirror. Well, if you're going to crash in London, yeah. you, know, you might as well I, do it in like, style. But I didn't stop. I just, it just, it just bent the mirror back and kept going. Yeah. And but I was it, taking a nap at yeah. the time. <laughs> So that was terrifying. Yeah. Crashing within the first five minutes. Yeah. But we had some, that trip was really special because we had some really crazy moments because we were driving out to Wales and we're like, I wonder where, where Stonehenge is. And literally, like, as I'm saying that, all of a sudden, if you, if you drive, you go up over that hill and you yeah. come down and there it was. It was, it was right there. But what were you there. doing there? That's not on the way to Wales. Oh, um, we were going to Bath. We were oh, going. you to visit friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You must have got a bit lost if you ended up at no, you know what? on the way to Rockfield Studios. Exactly. We, we were going to, no, no, we were going to, to uh, Bath. Oh, okay. And, and, then then, you, and then you headed up to And Rockfield then we met um, Neil Taylor there and Chris Goldstone. We actually filmed in his studio. Um, What's his studio the, called? Uh, uh, Goldstone's house, or I forgot. That was a year ago. Yeah, it's a home studio. Okay. But it's, it's a great, it's a great, 
Great. So I'm sensing there's a, a, quite a strong element of travel here with your filming. Yes. Um, what we wanted to do is we want to start with the fun ones first. Like, right. there's so many studios in L.A. that would have been, like, the natural thing to do. But I don't do anything normal. Right. So we decided to start overseas. And then we also went to New York. And, and on this trip, we went to Nashville, we traveled to Nashville, we shot at Blackbird Studios, mm -hmm. we shot at Southern Ground Studios, we shot at um, Addiction Studios. Addiction Studios. So we shot a bunch of different studios there. Then we, we went to New York, um, to London to pick up B-roll and to also, uh, we also, and I'll give this out, we we're big Queen fans. Are you? So we um, we kind of had the B story in the whole episode as our quest for Freddie Mercury. And that's where we ended up. In the cemetery that's exactly. behind my house. Exactly. How in a small I'd world. I forgotten that you saw me that yesterday. Yes. You went to Freddie Mercury's exactly. yes. and and grave. Yes. I can almost see it from my yeah. office window. And it was, and it was yeah. really special. And unfortunately, the plaque that was put up, somebody... Um, had appropriated it. Yes, which was really sad. But it was just to be there and to know that at one time Mary was probably there, although they yeah. won't confirm it. Yeah. Um, that's it, it's likely it's, to have yeah, been. Yeah, likely it's very to have historic. Been. Exactly. And Oscar then, Wilde's um, wife is buried in there. I don't know if yeah. you knew that. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's she had a pauper's yeah. grave because by the time wow. she died, there was no money. You know. Wow. Yeah, it's really sad. That's we also went to uh, Westminster Abbey, okay. which is basically a giant grave. Yeah. You're like walking on dead people all Everyone. the time. Yeah, you can't, like, you, can't you can't avoid them. That was. <laughs> it was so beautiful. That was Kings really and special. Queens. Yeah. But then we uh, we popped over to uh, what we did do is we had some time and we went and saw U2 in Dublin. Okay. Um, which was kind of crazy, but it's like I found out U2 was playing in Dublin, and I'm like. We gotta go. Gotta go. Like, well, yeah. this is great. Somebody should be filming you, actually, because <laughs> it's just like this mad <laughs> trip. That, and, and you know, and, and you didn't know that the interview show was on, for example. Here yeah. you are, right. in Tokyo, and right. it's the three days of the year that they're showing all this audio gear. Yeah. And you've ended up in one of the best studios in the world, Studio Tanto. Yeah. It's really great. And, and, and now you're going to an engineer's house tomorrow. A yeah. House. Exactly. Right. And oh, then. And, um, Rewind to Baltimore. Oh yeah, we went to um, Baltimore. We went to API. Okay. We shot over at the factory, and um, we were that we're gonna have an episode all about our uh, experience there. Right. So right. you know, it's it's kind of like our the, you know, life is magic, right? Mm. You just never know. You just gotta put yourself mm. out there, and you just gotta take some chances. You have. And, and you never yes. know when you're gonna be on a podcast and, and, and like people say there is no such thing as coincidence yeah. it's chances and, and once you start to see those things you go with them exactly great things can happen absolutely and that's the thing about you know with all this new technology with everything that happens it all comes down to the people though yeah. and if you don't want to take a chance and if you don't want to step outside your comfort zone and just try something new uh, you're never going to reach another plateau. You're never going to reach another level. Mm. And so I encourage that all the time to people. It's like, yeah. you know, why be safe? You know, be a little crazy. Do things a little outside the box. And you never know yeah. where, where it's going to be. So do you, do you manage to give yourself enough holiday time to come and do these things? Uh, I guess you're freelance. This, yeah, this is a holiday. This is I your mean, holiday. It's like yeah. the one thing that... that we really like to do is mix a little bit of business, but then also, um, I mean, if you're in London, you have to see a play. It's like you got to go to the theater. Yeah. 
So we tend to see a lot of theaters, and then we're both really big music fans. Mm. So we tend to see a lot of concerts. And we and saw then, Marilyn Manson in Nashville. Yeah, um, just see that whole culture of Nashville when you think of you know cowboys and just this, right and the Marilyn Manson to see Manson these really yeah. intense like you know goth yeah. people yeah. that live in Nashville. Yeah, we, I love it. We've seen that. We've seen Mastodon in New York. Right. You know, which was another another just fun concert we've gone to Hamilton in London mm-hmm. and uh, we, we, we just you know I want to experience a lot of of entertainment and a, yeah. lot, of, a lot of stuff did so you make any podcasts for the podcast series um, we did in Nashville yeah Brent. yes we okay. did actually we um, one of my good friends is was Jonathan Keynes from Journey mm-hmm. was his keyboard tech for 15 years and he actually got me started with and I ended up working in uh, as a tech, I ended up working with Stevie Wonder. I toured with him for four years and a bunch of other different acts. Um, but he kind of got my whole career started. So I wanted to do a Nashville episode, and he's kind of the A story about what he's done and the fact that he got me started in what I'm doing now. Because if it wasn't for Brent, I wouldn't be here right now right. talking with you. Right. And it's just it's just funny how everything is kind of connected yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and you're able to pick up on it and follow it. Because yeah. not a lot of people do that. A lot of no. people would just carry on, on on the path they've chosen without seeing what's off the path. Like. Well, the thing is, is if you're going to work in this industry, as you know, um, especially anything with audio or anything with video, you got to be limber because mm-hmm. things change, situations changes, and you just never know when you're going to have to adapt to the marketplace. Yeah. So don't get, you know, so, you know, don't get so rigid mm-hmm. in, in what mm-hmm. you do with everything. Yeah. Don't get so rigid on the software you use. Don't get so rigid on, on your your uh, your process. Yeah. Things are going to change, yeah. and you have to have that kind of fluidity and adaptability to survive. You never want to be the old guy, the cranky old guy no. who, like, you know, I've done it this way for this long and it's going to yeah. happen. Because well, but suddenly there are those guys. Oh, there are. And you see them on. all the time. Yeah. And then you give them a term like ambisonic microphones and they're like, what? You know? So it's like, you got to keep learning. You got to keep going. But it's been really fun. And, yeah. and the podcast is still going to be going on, but now we're going to be added spaces. Well, you've done so well to be doing the podcast 12 years later. What have you learned from that whole run of 12 years? Uh, you know... I think the, the best thing I've learned is the fact that it's all about people. Mm. Like, it, it's all about the group of guys that I'm with and the panel and just the interaction. I get the best responses, not necessarily by any one topic, but people really love the fact that we're all friends and we all mm. get along. And mm. people just, just like that. It's just, you know, if you're a people person and, and people respond to, to what's real and genuine, it's it's kind of entertaining. It's kind of fun. Are you all always in the same? Sorry, are you all in the same room at the same time, or exactly. do you have phone? No, phone uh, we well? we one person, Rob Arbatier, has never missed a podcast, and so he'll if he's traveling. Um, we'll Skype him in, but pretty okay. much everybody's everybody's in the there. room at yeah. the same time. That's yeah. quite a lot, a lot to organize to get everybody together. Yeah, it's a little crazy, but you know, it's but that's how it works. It's, it's how it works, yeah. and it's kind of fun. And and uh, when we get back, we haven't done any in four weeks because of the fact that we've been traveling. But mm. when we get back, we'll be kicking off doing some more podcasts. And, and do like you that. go in with a topic, or do you just see what evolves? Sometimes I go with a topic. And I'll be honest, sometimes the topic comes in like five minutes before we start rolling. Right. Because I was, a lot of times I was mixing right up until 
I had to leave to get to the podcast. So mm. sometimes my brain just I couldn't do it. But yeah. it's still funny. It just I, all I have to do is, hey guys, what are you working on? And then somebody will say something, and like, okay, we're gonna run with that, and that'll be that'll be the topic. Do you have yeah. an optimum length, or do you just keep rolling to um, people? At we have out? shows as short as an hour, right? Because mm. we only do it once a month, so we're gonna go. But we've had you know 93 minutes. One was almost 120. Mm. It was probably too long, but the, but it was just such a great vibe, and it, you yeah. know I've never heard anybody, you know, hey, can you cut that show down? You know, it's <laughs> we just go with it, and I can kind of tell when things start to start to, to drag a little to bit. Drag a little bit. Um, do you have much feedback? Do people uh, call up or email you know, or tell you? We don't. We I the best feedback I get is from my download stats. Right. Um, because we don't, it's not, we, we haven't monetized it at all mm. in 12 years. It's it's purely been um, a labor thing. of love. So yeah. um, we have a little Facebook page, and I try to be as active as I possibly can. Um, but really, we have enough feedback that if anybody writes in, I can, I'll, I'll either write them back or send it to whoever will. Um, but... And we get a lot of positive feedback, mm. and we have like a group of guys that I know have listened to every show. Okay. Um, we have about you know on a low show maybe 2,500 downloads, and some Ooh. shows would be as high as like like I think we had 10,000 for when Ken Scott was on yeah. Beatles Engineer, and yeah. it just kind of fluctuates wow. um, in between there. And where do they go? They go to your website today. Yeah, you can it? go to if you go to audionowcast.com. Okay. It's going to direct you to nowcastnetwork.com, right. which was my delusion of grandeur of having my <laughs> own network, Nowcast Network, right? But it's Audio Nowcast, and that's that's where it is. And, and actually, um, you'll be able to find links soon to all the uh, stuff that we're doing with Spaces okay. and uh, with all our stuff there. But yeah, it's been it's been really great, and uh, it's been really just seeing the evolution and actually mm. working with Bliss as mm. uh, she produces the show and does a great job with, with her background yeah. in production. Um, and uh, it's it's really uh, it's really kind of fun. Yeah, I'm having the time of my life, the best job I've ever had. <laughs> it really is. It's just having fun. I mean, it's just a joy every day. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel like work when I'm here at this show, you yeah. know, filming, like walking around, talking to people. It's, it's That's just great. so fun. And um, the camaraderie, camaraderie of the podcast is just unbelievable. The guys say, Mike, when's the next podcast? We miss each other. Like, we want to get together, and we just want to talk and have a good time about what we love, and that's audio. So. And I guess it must be, you know, this great cross-pollination of ideas as well when people get together it's, you once know what? a month to it, talk about it things. It really is. It's a good cross-pollination. The best conversations I tell people, unfortunately, are the ones that we have off the air right. where we really name names. <laughs> but... Um, but but here's the thing. It's everybody's unique and everybody has a different input and everybody has a different insight and it all kind of melds together to, to get in the show. There are certainly disagreements. Oh, yeah. There are definitely <laughs> disagreements in a really fun or not so fun. No, mostly fun way. But that's the thing. It's like, you know, you you don't want to be you don't want to surround yourself with a bunch of people that are the same as you. You want yeah, you want to have a broad, Yeah. Especially like even, for instance, doing spaces. I think... The reason why I got off the ground is because when I met Bliss, she didn't know much about audio. She came from production, producing side of things. I came from the tech side of things. And I think what makes it so good is, is I can bounce stuff off her um, from a totally non-tech, and she can put her opinion in as to like 
uh, yeah, that's really boring. <laughs> that never happens. Mike is the most entertaining person on the planet. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, so she she definitely has that that way of 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 not letting me go too far overboard. Mm. And I just think it, it's just a really good combination. And that's just working with just different people, you know. Yeah. So surround yourself with people that you just you just don't think you'd ever work with or anything like that and it just stuff really happens and it's pretty fun great and so do you ever see yourself having that media empire that you imagined you would you know um i'm focusing on it more and more now because right. i i realize you know i actually have a background in film and i'm working on some documentaries and some things right now that i'm filming and uh i've actually done some picture editing and and uh and i edit all our own sh our shows and uh so it's like, I think it's time to, to, there's definitely a little niche that we can take advantage of. So mm. we're doing some really fun stuff. A sound um, guy getting into film. I know. That's Who quite unusual. Thought? Yeah, I <laughs> But like you say, you have to keep adaptable. Yeah, and, and it's, I'll tell you, if you are starting out, if you're, uh, you know, in, in trade school or you're in a recording school, look, if you learn how to edit, that's the key you know if you learn how, and i'm not talking about just splicing things together like learn the concept of beats and learn the concept of how to tell a story whether you're you know whether you're editing a song or you're editing a commercial or a music video yeah. if you just know the concept I mean, what of, needs to be like exactly yeah. just edit and that that's the second part is then and then learn how to re-edit that's that's half your battle mm. but but i find a lot of concepts that i've grown up with and used in like audio and used in like and music like it's really interesting and my music background made me a better post-production mixer because mm -hmm. I would mix from a musical point of view it's just you know it's there's not much melody but you still have sounds that you're blending and things like that and I find my mixing makes me a better picture editor because I, I know about beats and I know about about tempo and you, and you just learn how how to how to do things and so it all kind of kind of mm. gels together yeah. so really it starts with basic editing if you know yeah. how to edit audio it starts right there and then it just kind of builds up yeah that. absolutely and i'm sure if you if i gave you the magazine to guest edit one issue you'd probably do an okay job with that oh as well. my i would fall on my face <laughs> <laughs> i would love to and Maybe then I'd we still, should do that you know we should bring you in to write some stuff i'll tell you who's a great writer bliss she i have her look at all my stuff Dude. and and uh, yeah because she is she is a phenomenal like her yeah. captions just on her instagram account are hilarious i think hilarious. i'm gonna have to follow you no they are so are good at headlines fun. yeah it's fun it's yeah. a real I love art that. i get real I used to a copyright did you yeah yeah okay. so for promos kind of yeah. in uh yeah television and, so. and coming from her background which believe me it's like Producing, where you have clients like Disney and some of the other studios where they need it now, and you, you need to function at a high quality right this very second because yeah. you're already late because you're listening to me talk. But that's you know? juggling <laughs> three of them, three yeah. of those big studios and at once. Exactly. And keeping for more, and, and all the producers, up. executive producers, and all the other, you know, yeah. 
people demanding, but it's a lot. But no, once you're having fun now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a pressure cooker for sure. Learned a lot, and I feel like if I survived that, I could survive anything. Sure, yeah, great <laughs> The grind. Yeah, absolutely. Do you still do your, you must do your freelance projects still, though, do you? I do. I've been, I've been working on definitely some projects, so mm. having some fun with that, but this is my favorite, so. <laughs> no, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Well, it's been a pleasure talking to you both. Likewise, thank you. It's been a pleasure, and uh, good luck with the podcast. Thank you. As I say, this is this is possibly podcast number one. Well, that's fantastic. I I hope it's not. That's boring. Sure, that's one. Which, by the way, I'm sure wasn't actually boring. We all have to go listen to it now. I'm dying. To yeah, go. I know. I wish I'd been. I wish I'd listened to it before I sat down yeah, with you. As soon as, the, as soon as I didn't do my prep very well. Listen to the last one and then listen to the first one. I think that beginning. would be okay. I'll just, better. I'll just tell you the very first one. It's like. Hey, welcome to Audio Now, Cass. My name is Mike Rodgers. I sound like I'm in a library. <laughs> and the last one, the last couple, hey, welcome. I sound like an FM DJ on steroids. <laughs> so just trust me. You'll see. The You'll evolution. See. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank it's you. It's a pleasure. There you go. That's podcast number one in our series. And hopefully you will have found it a little bit more inspiring than the audio nowcast podcast number one and if you have enjoyed this podcast uh, obviously we'll be back um well very soon with episode two um i'm hoping to pin down our boss richard lawn who many in the industry know and love um so yeah that should be an interesting conversation but don't miss that one tweet us what you want to see us cover next podcast um yeah get in touch with us on any platform linkedin twitter um, Facebook and just let us know what you want us to talk about you can um, find us at Prairie VL Podcast and uh, you can find our podcast anywhere podcasts are found <laughs> but maybe not all of them <laughs>